we've got Michael Maguire coming up shortly. Uh, the new New South Wales coach. So looking forward to having a chat with Madge. Big year for the Blues. I said the other day, worried pup. Well, Our Queensland listeners text in and said they can't believe that we're favourites. Uh, New South Wales, slight favourite. I mean, the market's tight. Uh, but you know, very early who's days. fit as well. Uh, a, I think that, I, I think we've we've learned we're going too early. Yeah, and we've learned already. It doesn't matter what team Queensland put on the park. They it's, it's going to be an unbelievable game, an unbelievable series. It's going to be tough footy, no matter if they're fully fit or not. But I just think at the moment, like we're having the conversation. We had the conversation the other day about Reese Walsh or Caelan Ponga to play number one for Queensland. Mm. Let's just see if they're both fit. Let's see if they've got that dilemma to try and fit two yeah. into one. But yeah. I, so much, so much footy. I feel like we do this every year. Yeah, you Especially can pick a team now, but not everyone's available. Well, it's a luxury to have everyone available yeah. at that time of yeah. year. Yeah. It's just a luxury. And you, what you think your team might look like now yeah. might not look anything like it when you go to pick it. It's yeah. just one of those things that happen. A lot of water goes under the bridge between now and Origin when the first game comes around. And the other thing... And form. Yeah, and that, that's the other thing. When you've got a new coach... like. I think Madge has made it very clear that, boys, go and play your best footy mm. and I'll pick our best team. Yeah. So the, you can't start your season in, mm. you know, in second gear. Every single one of the players are going to be going to have to play their best footy to get selected. So yeah. that that's there's going to be injuries because of that. You're going so hard every single week. I think it's expected. You're not going to have every single player yeah. in your starting 17 if you pick them right now before a game's played, fit and healthy. Yeah. No, so exactly it's just the it's the nature of the beast. So I, I I I reckon it's going to be a cracker of a series this year. I think it's they going to be are, aren't they? yeah. Well, yeah, always tight, mate. They're yeah. always tight. And there's a market there with Tab for Game One Wednesday, June five. Uh, New South Wales a dollar sixty five. It is in Sydney. Yeah, okay. First Queensland two twenty five. Advantage game one. Advantage game one. That's massive. Yeah, but oh. we, that's a must win for New yes. South Wales. Loss. Yeah. Essential. Well, yeah. I think if yeah. you look Essential. at the history of Origin and the stats, I think it's close to nearly eighty percent. If you win game one, to go on and win the series, it's it's yeah, extremely yeah. high. It's, yeah, okay. It might be mid seventies, but I, I'm pretty confident, mate, that. If you win game one, the odds yeah, are stacked in your favour. Great to have him on, Michael Maguire. Madge, good morning, mate. How are you? Hey, uh, guys. How are you? Really well, thanks. <laughs> Sorry, Madge, we just picked your team yeah. for you. <laughs> we told you how, you're gonna, how they're going to play. You've done the job, <laughs> you said they're going to win game one. Sorry, mate. <laughs> Ponga, Walsh, who cares? Don't yeah. worry about them. Yeah. <laughs> How's it been, though, mate? I, I, I think uh, for a lot of us... Um, we don't really understand, I guess, enough what goes into coaching, um, you know, in throughout this time, in preparation and, and the lead up to origin. So how's that been for you? Yeah, Clarkie, it is different. I mean, you know, I'm so used to having a, a team and you, you've got your pre-season set out and you, you're obviously seeing people sort of slowly improve their fitness and their ability and everything that goes on within a club. But you don't really have your players at this moment in time other than really just having a lot of conversations with them um you know i've obviously met uh look probably up to 50 players uh had a really good chat with uh each one of them and just talked to to them about where they're at and how they're traveling and uh that's been really enjoyable actually because you know you're talking to some real highly talented players across that that group uh and then you know we had a we had a two-day camp which um was really enjoyable like you had to stand in front of um 
you know, I think I had 34 players in the room and there was quite a number that sort of had things on in around that time. I couldn't get them all there. But you just look at the, the quality of the people and the talent um, and, uh, you know, I'd like to have that salary cap uh, each week. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, and really it's just a lot of the external stuff that's going on around around the team. Uh, look, I've got a few changes of how we're going to do our camps and uh, that's been enjoyable to sort of see what's, what's best and what I feel is right for, for the group now and, um, you know, I've got good people like Loz in the background that uh, I've been able to, you know, chat to. I've to Ricky and Belliate, Craig Bellamy, um, you know, and, and Freddie, you know, about around the positive things that have been going on in campaigns and things that we needed to potentially change. Um, because, you know, I think Loz just made mention there, like the games are that tight. It's literally nothing in it. So how we bring the groups together is something there that um, I've been working hard at in the background. Madge, great to have you on, mate. What's the Thanks, the most um, you know, important thing about the role? And, you know, obviously you've coached your own sides and you had success there with New Zealand. So how will New South Wales differ from club and New Zealand in your respect? Yeah, well, coaching at this level is definitely different to clubs, without a doubt. And, you know, I've been fortunate to have six years at uh, the Kiwi level where you're bringing players from all walks of life of the different clubs um, into, a, into a campaign. So when you've got that quality, I've always found bringing the best out of the player and understanding their qualities and what they can bring to the team. And then you gel the whole team together off the back of that. And you know, in a campaign, I'm not going to make them bigger or stronger or faster. They've already got that ability. Uh, you know, It's just about fine-tuning what their qualities are and you bring that to the team. Uh, and I think that's probably the biggest thing that I've found over my time when I was you know, coaching the Kiwis is that you know, you've, you've got this unbelievable talent um, but how you bring that together. And I think the connection of that group is the most important part of you know, what I've um, experienced uh, and what I want to bring to, obviously, the Blues space of how I... I um, you know, when they walk in the door, it's it's all about the Blues jersey. Uh, you know, and you, you leave you know, what you've come from and it's, it's entering into a, a space that how we all build. Uh, and when you've got that quality of player, um, their responsibility of making sure that they, we all come together uh, and that's staff and everyone involved uh, to be able to achieve uh, because, you know, that is the differences between the, the two points that I just spoke about within an origin game is the ability to be able to find a way to get up off the ground. And, Loz, you know, you and I have spoken about this many a time about it's a moment within that game that could be the difference. Uh, and that's that's what you're trying to find within that group and how well you are connected um, is a big part of that. Madge, we just spoke about the how important game one is, the fact it's in Sydney as well. But how do you get the balance right in regards to selection when you know game one's so important, but then I'd imagine somewhere in there as well, you, there's a loyalty or there's a respect to, to players that have worn the jersey and done so well and earned the right to put it on. But you haven't really got time to... You know, give them a crack and see how they, how they go in game one because it's so important. Yeah, well, another thing that I've learned over my time, you know, in that international space is that if the players are playing really well, uh, and that's what I've you know sort of put out there as you alluded to before, Clarky, around mate, you've got to be playing well yeah. so you're creating good habits, mm-hmm. and then those habits are coming going to transfer into that. You know, I've got eight days before our first game. Uh, I think it's about four 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 training sessions, so it's not a lot, yeah, but. Wow. What you're bringing from a club into that arena is so important. So, 
all I've said to, to everyone is just go and enjoy playing and go and play the best you can. And then yeah, we'll, we'll grab 17 uh, players from the array of players that we have. And it's their responsibilities to come together and, and go out and perform at our best. And uh, that's something there that I've you know, obviously spoken to everyone about. You would have watched a lot of tape. Well, I know you've watched a lot of tape on yeah. Queensland, um, Madge. But um, what, what has Billy brought to the table? Yeah, I think the past, like I go back and I look at what Mal has sort of put in place over periods of time and, you know, it's continually grown on the back of a lot of things that, you know, has been put in place from years ago. And I think, you know, when you get into that space, it's a little bit like what Penrith currently have at the moment. You know, they continually roll on the ability of where they've come from to where they want to go. And I know that we have that within the New South Wales jersey. I mean, I've been very fortunate to talk to people like yourself and, you know, the passionate, you know, Benny Elias to, to Blocker to Gal to, uh, you know, I had a chat to Wade Graham and Lukey Lewis over the last couple of days and you feel that from the players and it's a very special uh, part of their careers um, is the Blues jersey. So, you know, I'm obviously looking at, you know, bringing, um, you know, that feeling of what they have uh, in and around uh, the team because, you know, it's... You know, it's a moment in time that you get to represent something very special, which is what I always talk about is that, that, that blue jersey, which represents everyone within New South Wales. Uh, you know, every fan probably dreams to be on the field, but they're a part of what that jersey means. And, uh, you know, they get behind that. And uh, I'm big on, you know, it's it's not just the team, it's it's everyone, you know. And you spoke about that first game and, you know, we can fill that stadium with blue jerseys. Like, how special is that uh, to be able to, to be a part of that? And that's a moment in time where... Yeah, we can come together and, and create something pretty great. Madge, uh, a few texts here asking whether you've spoken to Jack White and, and when do you expect to know if he is available? Uh, look, I speak to Jack quite often. Uh, he's just around the corner from me, actually. So, uh, yeah, I see Jack and I just said, mate, I want you to go and play. Uh, and look, that, that'll sort itself out in time. Um, you know, he's obviously you know, a big change. He's had 14 years at the Raiders and now all of a sudden he's at a new club and I just said, look, I just want you to settle into the club and play good footy, uh, just like I've said to every other player. Go and play, and then, you know, um, I think, Clarkie, you just spoke about it. We're a fair way away from, mm-hmm. you know, that first game, and a lot happens between now and then. Yeah. Uh, you know, the bumps and bruises of what the game brings and a bit of form and things like that. So, um, you know, Jack's no different to everyone else. Uh, you know, go and play good footy, and then, you know, things will sort themselves out. Mm-hmm. Uh, things change, obviously, very quickly in rugby league, Madge, from, yeah. If you have something in your mind now to when you you get to origin, oh, yeah. origin game, but but are you traditionally a bloke that just looks at picking your best players, or will you think about positionally the best players? I think both. Laws. Um, when I talk about that, I mean I think you think about a player. You know, that you're getting a certain amount of reps in your position that you're playing at club, um, and you've got to respect from a defensive point of view of where that player will play when you're coming into a, a rep team, um, because you know the habits are formed throughout the weeks that you've been playing, and yeah, you know, so I, I, that that's a part of what I, I look towards. Um, you know that uh, the ability of a player, if you had to play someone out of position, can they actually? in that moment in time, be able to make a defensive read within a split second because that's a habit that's formed. So that plays a part in selection when you're looking at the makeup of your team. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that that's obviously uh, some uh, good things to, to look forward to when I sit down and come up with a team. Now, of course, uh, you 
left the New Zealand job to take the New South Wales job. And, and Stacey Jones has been appointed there by the New Zealand Rugby League. Uh, tell us a bit about working with Stacey Jones and, and yeah. why he's the right man to coach that side at this point. Yeah, I, I was very uh, fortunate to spend uh, a great time there with uh, the Kiwi boys. And they taught me a lot. Uh, they taught me a lot about the people and and uh, New Zealand, and I think. And that's what Stacey uh, represents. He's he's a he's thrilling through a Kiwi. He he loves it. Um, you know he's very passionate, and I've been I've had a great six years with Stace uh, talking to him about their people and the culture uh, and bringing that, which is the spirit of what uh, the you know the Kiwi jersey is about. And you know they had some challenges uh, probably prior to my time, and you know, we were able to galvanise and real credit to the senior players about changing the space of. You know what the Kiwi jersey meant to their people, uh, and I think everyone knows Stace and the passion that he had towards uh, playing, uh, and he brings that to his coaching. So oh, I'm really proud of Stace, and you know, he's a great man, a really good fella, and I think uh, he'll go on. And I'd like to think you know everything that we've all put in place now can just keep rolling. Uh, and you know they've got some good leaders like James Fisher Harris and uh, Jerome Hughes and and many more amongst that team. And Stace will just nurture those guys through now into to where they want to go. Just on the international football front, Madge, I mean, you were in charge for six years of the Kiwi team. Do you notice that nations are getting closer to Australia? Like, uh, are they yeah. closing the gap? Yeah, I think they are, mate. Obviously, uh, you know, our last campaign, we were able to um, to get it right and we were very close um, with um, the uh, the World Cup. But uh, I think Samar and Tonga, with the influx of uh, many more coming into the game now, uh, look, they're they're really closing the gap, and oh, you know, I just hope they that the game in some way can respect the international space at a high level because it is a it is a very special time. I mean, Loz, you played there, and Clark, you played for your your country, and mate, from a Kiwi point of view, that's their pinnacle. Yeah. So I got to feel what it meant to not only the player, the family, the country. Um, so. I think you know you're going to start seeing a lot more of that within Samara and Tonga and Fiji. Like we had Fiji, you know, they had us on the ropes. Even Lebanon, they they mm. they had us on the ropes when we were over in the World Cup. So you can see a lot more uh, of the country starting to grow. Gee, you've been on the board for three days, Lawson. <laughs> He's into it, isn't he? You're ticking some KPIs <laughs> early. Yeah. I, I think it's, it, you're right, I, Matt. You're 100 percent spot on, though. In all sport, I, I, that has to be the pinnacle. And I know we've got Origin, and I know that's unbelievable, and everyone loves it. But playing for Australia, it, it needs to be just as special as what the Kiwis feel about playing for New Zealand or Samoans feel about playing for Samoa. It, it has to be the number one. Yeah, look, I, I do talk to obviously the Australian players, and and it is, mate, it's seen very high uh, yeah. in what they do. I mean, I, I, you know, Origin has obviously spoken about a lot more, I guess, uh, because of the arena. But yeah. if you talk to any player that plays for Australia, mate, they're just as passionate. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, it's, um, you know, I was just obviously fortunate to spend my time there uh, and getting an understanding of what it meant to the Kiwis. Yeah. But you know, I, I've had a lot of uh, players in my club that in clubland that have played for Australia and. Like that jersey means a lot to them as well, so or just as much. So I think it's there. It's just how the game really puts that up into the light, mm. uh, you know. So then that becomes part of you know what we're all talking about as well. Just before you go, Madge, just want to ask you briefly about you know you obviously worked with Sam Burgess when he was at the peak of his powers as a, as a player there at Souths. How do you think he'll go as a coach as he takes on this Warrington gig? Yeah, I think he'll be very good. Uh, you know, just. 
I, I talk to Sammy. I'm very close, obviously, when you go through things together. Um, he, he'll do really well. He's got a real good football mind. Um, and I guess, you know, the, the thing about coaching is that it's, you're going to have many a different personality and you've got many different things happening in their lives and it's how you manage that. Um, you know, and it's, it's, I guess it's like you know, being a powerful CEO where you've got to manage people's lives to get the best out of them every single day. And Sammy knows how to do that. Um, but it's then being able to get your own personality to connect with players so then they can do that um, on the field. So oh, I think you'll do really well. Matt, just on that, how much more beneficial is it, do you think, if you want to be a head coach, to go away and say coach in the English Super League and then come back here to the NRL and coach rather than sort of being the assistant here in the NRL and then stepping into the gig? Well, it was very beneficial for myself, Loz. I, you know, and you're, you're sort of out of sight. You know, the media and the hype around it just isn't quite the same. Um, so you can try a few things and, look, as a young coach, you, you experiment and, yeah, sometimes you might get it wrong, but if you get it wrong here in the NRL, you, you won't truly really know about it. So yeah. um, to be able to go away over there was very beneficial for me. And, um, you know, and then, you know, you, you get to learn without that real scrutiny around what's going on within the game. Madge, we really appreciate your time. Uh, and I guess enjoy the lead up. And it's going to be a big build up to, gosh, when is it? Three months away? Four. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking like it's a week away. It'll, it'll come around very Don't worry. Imagine know how many days it yeah. is and how many hours and minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, pre- appreciate no, it, mate. I can't wait. Good on you, boys. Good on you, mate. On there, Cheers. You. Welcome back. Uh, we're watching Hull KR 16-12 over Leeds in the Super League with 10 to play over there this morning in the north of England. Uh, tonight, we've got well, the main match really is Canterbury up against Cronulla in the pre-season challenge. Of course, uh, there's a match before that. Both matches at Bilbao, uh tonight. And before that, Souths are playing the Roosters. Naturally, both sides severely undermanned with the main squads over in the US ahead of the Vegas season openers. Uh, but tonight, the Dogs have actually come in come in, in the market uh, during the morning, they're two ten into two dollars. Cronulla a dollar seventy four out to a dollar eighty. Line is now one and a half. Was two and a half. We tap. So uh, pretty strong sides. Nico Hines is out for Cronulla tonight. Uh, copped a little bit of a quad injury. Uh, so I believe it's Daniel Atkinson's going to fill in in the halves there at the Sharks. And uh, the big story is Stephen Crichton. We get to see him in Bulldogs colours really for the first time on the field. And uh, the news yesterday that he has been named the club's new captain, uh, taking over from Reed Marty and Matt Burton. So 23 years of age, hasn't played a game for the club. And, and a couple of people asked on the text line, your thoughts on that earlier this morning, Lots, A 23-year-old who hasn't, and particularly, I guess, a club like Canterbury, where it, it, it well, I, I doubt we'd, we'd ever seen this before, certainly at Canterbury. A player set to play his first game for the club being their captain. It's sort of been that, I don't want to say the family club, but, you know, they've had uh, players, you know, very much entrenched in their systems that become leaders over the course of their history. Yeah, well, they were thrown into those roles last year, uh, both Burton and Reid Marnie, and it was a difficult time for them because they weren't winning games, a lot of expectation on the club, new coach... Uh, a lot of exciting times ahead, but unfortunately, things didn't go to plan on the field. They brought Stephen Crichton in, three-time premiership winning player. Um, 
and I was reading some of the comments from Cameron Soraldo, you know, how he judges the, the mood in the group and how he talks when he has to and how people just sit back and listen and they follow him. Uh, and that's what you want from your leader, someone that people will follow, someone that leads by their actions and someone that's highly respected. And that's not to say that Matty Burton and Reed Marnie weren't. Um, but again, you know, if Matt and Reed can build on the leadership that they gained last year and help Stephen Crichton, well, they're starting to get a good leadership group, but they've got to drive the standards and they've got to make sure that everyone's on board. So for me, it's a it would have been a, an easy decision um, for Seraldo to make. Um, easy in terms of looking at his squad, working out who our leaders are and how we need to get the best out in them. And he's come up with that decision. So you look at the Bulldog side tonight that they're throwing out there. It's a, it's a good side. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's a good side. But have they got the depth? That's, that's my only question, yeah. Mark, and more so in the, in the forwards. forwards. Yeah. <laughs> how about our listeners? Crichton is made captain because he's the strongest to carry the wooden spoon. Ouch. An anti-dogs fan there, for sure. I don't think they'll be getting the wooden no, spoon. No, they won't no. be getting the spoon. No. Fellas, can you do a shout-out to a mate for his birthday? Listens every day. Happy birthday, Boxy. Love Mr. Cool. I haven't missed anything there, have I? No. Okay. Good on you, Boxy. Uh, and by the way, speaking to Michael McGuire before the news break, as a New South Wales person, pup, you have no doubts that this side will be ready. Yep, they will be. I was, I was, the, the issue will be selection, <laughs> which we debate every yeah. year, and I, him I getting that right to play against that side. Interested in his comments around players playing in certain positions in club land versus what he'll do with selection at origin level. Because, again, you think about, you know, if everyone's fit, um, the Latrell Mitchell, Teddy... Um, Oh, my Turbo. Tommy T. Like, there's three fullbacks. You can't. You would imagine if all three are fit and playing good footy, you know, you you're gonna have to pick. Well, can you pick two of those out of position? Uh, well, I think Stephen Crichton, the way that he played last That's what year, I'm saying. And, would, and would, the be a, would be a walk-up centre. And, and then you've and got Bradley Best, who centre. played game three last yeah. year, and they're both st- playing in yeah. the centres in clubland. Yeah. So, so th- again, they can put the pressure back on the others. Yeah. Like if Bradman Best and Crichton play really good football, it's going to be hard to say, hey, listen, uh, you're not going to be a part of game one. But if they're not and the other guys are playing well at fullback, it makes Madge's job a bit easier. So tell me this. Crichton made it clear he, wanted, he wants to play fullback. It's why he went to Canterbury, or a big part of why he went, went to Canterbury. Yeah. But hearing Madge say that, for him to keep his origin jersey, I think him playing in the centres for Canterbury is a, a much safer bet. If he goes to fullback, now you've got four guys fighting for... Like, then he goes into the same class as Tommy T or yeah. Luttrell that are playing fullback at Clubland. Yeah. I think the fact he stays in the centres for Canterbury... Oh, will help his... Will help yeah. he helps yeah. his chances for origin. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. No, there's no doubt about that because... Um, I, I thought last year he was the best centre. Oh, oh, he, he was amazing. He was unbelievable. Yeah. 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 For, pet, for New South Wales. Oh, for oh, he was in the game. Yeah, yeah in the yeah. game. Yeah. We've got Wacker on the line. G'day, Wacker. How are you? 
Good, good, mate. Sorry for taking up your time, but I'll only take a minute, mate. A cousin of mine, Mr. Bert Adams, turns 100 years of age today, and he's a oh, great man. Crazy. He was a fighter pilot in the Second World War, and he owned a sports store in Mudgee here oh. uh, 50 years ago, and he went back to school teaching. He still lives in his own home in Wagga Wagga. And uh, he, he still plays around the golf. Unbelievable. Oh, one of the wow. What a the so what is it? Bert, Bert Adams, was it? Waka? Bert Adams, mate, 100 years today. Oh, and, uh, outstanding. He, he, he's, he's a great man, mate. Uh, Bert, you've, you've entered into a very exclusive club today, mate, yeah. and and well played, and have a great day. That's yeah. all I want to say, w- boys. Well said, Waka. You must be a wonderful mate, mate. No, no, you know what? We're, we're cousins, yet I haven't seen him for years. Yep. But I couldn't, I couldn't let the chance go by, mate. No, I yeah, couldn't raise the bat. That, that is so special, special Wacker, yeah. and I'm sure he'd be happy that you give him a shout out. Well done yeah. to you, and well done to Bert Adams turning a hundred today. Thanks that, very much. Have, have a good time in America, Lloyd. I will, Wacker. I'll come home with some stories, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to you every day, boys, and you're a good crew. Okay. Good on you, Good Waka. on you, Wacker. Thanks for calling, mate. Appreciate it. Bert Adams, happy 100. Happy 100, Bert. That, that's living in water oh, at the moment. Yeah. And playing think, around a golf I think Wacker said he's still playing, yeah, yeah, golf. Awesome. That is awesome. unbelievable. If I could I won't live be. to 100 nope. and get around like Bert. Oh, well, if you're that, tablets, your mate who's doing yeah. the... Can't believe, to, I can't believe you blokes haven't no, heard no, of this I'd or seen it. I'm, I'm, happy yeah, to sign, I'm happy to sign a contract. I know you're going to disagree with me, Loz, but mm. I'm happy to sign a contract for 77. <laughs> That's my number. What, what happens hey. when you get to 76? I'll be only have a year, a year left. No, 77 is young, I know it's young. Mate. I know my old man tells me all the time. To- I mate, just have had something in my head for a long time. Oh, get rid of those negative like, thoughts. I reckon 70. Mate, at 42, 77 is positive yeah, thinking. Not, not when you're 54. I know. Yeah, I just got that number in 60. my head. No, mate. Seventy-seven. No, no that's Please. a da- that's a Darren Downer. Really? Yeah. yeah. Deborah. A Deborah well, my old Downer. man says I've done well to make forty-two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate. You want to live as young as you possibly can, and you know what? You, you don't want to lose. Young. I'm staying young. Don't want to lose your mind. Yeah. All I right. Just, Stay young, mate. As long as you possibly that's can. What an unbelievable achievement. And, well, physically, 100. you may not be able to stay young. Mentally, stay young. Oh, I'm staying young. Don't worry about that. Yep. Adam, good morning. Morning, boys. How are we? Yeah, good. Adam, how are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. I'll just uh, I'll just say happy birthday, Mr. Adams, as well. What an achievement that was. Oh, um, unbelievable. Mate, I just want to give a shout out. Being an Olympic year, uh, there's a young athlete going around. He ran at a, um, at the crest at Bankstown last night by the name of Cameron Myers. This kid is 17 years old, um, and um, he. Is now the fastest Australian to run. He's the fastest Australian to run fifteen hundred metres in by an Australian in Australia. Mate, this kid is unbelievable. Yep. Um, he knocked off a world champion last night, and I just think, mate, being an Olympic year, he's just a kid to watch. He's, he's Hambra. He's from Lake Ginninderra yep. College, is he? He is, yeah. 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 And is he, he on the plane already? Last night. Is, is he? Sorry? Is he going to qualify? Is he going to he run in Paris? He has qualified. Last yep. Qualified last night. He ran a, I think it was a three thirty three or three thirty four roughly around that time to win the race. Um, he has qualified. I'm not a selector, but I would um, I would be putting him on the plane. Yep. Um, he ran uh, in the Maury Plant 
the other week there and um, just come a close third behind Jake Whiteman and Stuart McSwain last night um, mm-hmm. at the Maury plant. So, mate, this kid is just sensational. I just thought, put athletics back on the map, mate. He's sensational. I just wanted to get it out there. No, so, we appreciate no. it, Adam. Yeah, thank you. Adam. Uh, and I see that he became the fastest 16-year-old miler in history. We need to get him on the program. Last year. That's that was last year. And then, yeah. obviously, he's run well there last night. Uh, so that is a name to watch. A 17-year-old from Canberra, Cameron Myers, in the 1500, heading towards Paris. Gee, one to watch. All of a sudden, we have we, our athletics yeah. team. It's probably going to be close to the strongest we've ever taken to a games. Um, yeah. We seem to have a yeah. lot of chances across... Various disciplines yeah. well, in athletics. Peter Bowl will be a chance, yeah. will he? And, you know, he's obviously gone through chaos with yeah. that situation with the, the false positive and yep. uh, proved his innocence, of course, in the 800. Uh, the high jumpers. Yeah, lots of lots of chances heading towards Paris. Looking forward to it later this year. Uh, thank you, Adam, for the call and for pointing out Cameron Myers to us. Uh, we're going to get some Queensland mail now. Great to be joined by Michael Maxworthy. Maxie, good morning. Morning, Mido. Morning, guys. I can tell you that beautiful blue skies are hovering over Brisbane at the moment. We're all getting set for a big day at Doomben tomorrow. It's dual preview day. Uh, it basically sets the scene tomorrow for the big dual finals coming up at the Gold Coast in two weeks' time when we return to the turf track there. Big prize money. There's, there's $500,000 races on offer for the two-year-olds and the three-year-olds. So the picture will be a lot clearer after tomorrow. And I think... For me, um, the good part about tomorrow's meeting is the two two-year-old races here in Brisbane, we've finally got decent-sized fields and a bit of quality to them, something that unfortunately we've lacked a little bit over the past couple of months. Has anything there caught your eye then with those two-year-olds, Maxie? Loz, in race four, uh, for, the, for the boys, a horse called Defiant Boom. Now, I'm just going on race form here. He had two starts during the Magic Millions Carnival for a second and a third. He did really well. Maps beautifully here. Nice soft trial recently for Michael Rod. So I think he's the way to go there. But there's a, a few newcomers, a horse called Street Chase, who's by Zoo Star, a $650,000 yearling, has trialled well. So is Brazen Act and also All Exclusive. So they're the three newcomers we're going to watch closely. But I'm going with the performed horse there in the first of the two-year-old races, race four, number two, Defiant Boom. $4.20 there currently with Tab. How do you pronounce the favourite in the Phillies race? Uh, Tyre, is it? Well, yeah, apparently the, the guys that have been calling her at the trials have done a little bit of research and it's apparently it's team. Um, simply the letter T is the best I'd way to T. describe it. Apparently, you gotcha. go onto Google and you find all right. sorts of things. But yeah, and I tell you what, she um, Don't you she's a bomb. She can really <laughs> hit the ground and run. Uh, trained by Tony Gollan, and uh, yeah, we better get to to uh, uh, get her name right because um, I think she's going to be hard to beat tomorrow. She's the favourite, and the Cuda Stool Prelude for the three-year-olds uh, features the card as well. Uh, what sticks out for you as far as that three-year-old race is concerned? This is race nine there at Doomer tomorrow. High bar is the $3.50 favourite. Yeah, I think he's the way to go, Mido. He did beat Vindicta last start. Vindicta has since raced very well. Uh, and I like the fact that they've given him plenty of time to get over that run. He seems to be at his best high bar when there's uh, gaps between runs. 
Uh, he's got a lot of natural speed. So to my way of thinking, he is justifiably the favourite for the three-year-olds. That's race nine, number four, high bar. Of course, we've got the three group twos in Sydney, three group ones, Blue Diamond Day at Caulfield. Uh, anything you particularly like anywhere, Maxie? Yeah, great day away from Brisbane tomorrow. Looking forward to uh, the Tab Silver Slipper. These two-year-old races, in particular in Sydney, of course, a great race, the Blue Diamond in Melbourne. But in Sydney, these two-year-old races every Saturday have been crackers. I know they haven't been big fields, but the quality has been unbelievable. And it looks like uh, the Waterhouse spot juggernaut is going to continue. Which way, espionage or straight charge? I'm a bit of a straight charge fan. And clearly, there's not much between these Colts, but Espionage has come up with a, a better draw. So not much between those two. But I'm looking at the Parramatta Cup Race 5. And, gee, Mido, I, I heard you read that weather forecast out a little earlier. A little <laughs> concerned about that with my tip in the Parramatta Cup. I'm going for 13, Zenzella. Now, she did win the Wakeful as a three-year-old yeah. filly at Flemington on a soft seven. So, well, we don't, want, uh, we don't want it to get into the heavy range, and it possibly can. And if it does, then Diamond is going to be extremely hard to beat because he tacks a leg on with, with a, a whiff of any rain around. So Diamond will very hard to beat. But we did see Zenzella on Magic Medians Day. She finished third there behind So United. She had no luck from Barrier 13. She was back wide, very wide, turning into the straight, and she wasn't beaten all that far. I like the little freshen up. I like back to 1,900 metres, and she's got no weight to carry. So I'm with her tomorrow in the Parramatta Cup at Rose Hill. Race 5, number 13, Zenzella, the Kieran Maher and Jason Collett. 370 and Dymel 360 at the top of the market there. They dominate the betting there for the Parramatta Cup. Maxie, have a great weekend. You too, guys. Have a good one. Michael Maxworthy there. And, uh, well, we had just a call before about Bert Adams from Wacker. Uh, turning 100 today. And Sergeant Queenbian has texted, in addition to Bert Adams turning 100 today, my dad turned 80 yesterday, and he is Bert's golf partner, driving him around in a motorised cart. And they combined yesterday for 43 points, Stableford, of course, for nine holes in the Veterans Golf at Wagga City. He's an incredible man who, at 100, lives independently, has a driver's licence and plays golf. Thank you, Sarge at Queenbian, wow. for pointing that out. Happy birthday to your dad as well mm. and to Bert. And great to see them enjoying uh, playing golf together. Awesome. Oh, that's wonderful, isn't it? Brilliant. Driver's license at 100. Yeah. <laughs> Sharp as a tack, I dare say. I love it. I, I, could, I could imagine. But turning 100 and um, Sarge's dad turning 80. Happy birthday to you both. Uh, enjoy the game of golf. And I'm sure you've got many more years in front of you. We're going to preview the racing shows next. Steve Hewlett, a very good morning. How are you? I'm well, thanks, Jerry. Good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Gay Waterhouse, I just heard you talking to Michael. So much firepower. We get to see Storm Boy next weekend um, en route to the Golden Slipper, where he is favourite with Tab at 280. So, look, Gay, we're going to cover off on all these youngsters. you got one of the chances in the Diamond and the two-phase for the Silver Slipper. So, Gay's going to come on. Also, Tom Marquin's going to join me in a few moments' time as well. He rides at the trials in Sydney on Monday, and you'll see him in action probably next Wednesday. 
uh, Tom Marquand. Gee, he's a journeyman. When you look at some of the places he's been in the past couple of months, it just blow your mind. Some of the some of the ground he's covered, different countries. So he'll he'll be with me. And also Turkey Legs Jackson, Shane Jackson. He's got a terrific chance, and we we're supposed to get get him on yesterday, but we've locked him in for today. That horse uh, in the Lord Reams of his looks a tremendous chance. And also the Gold Coast. We'll get the latest there. I noticed they've moved another meeting to the Poly Track in March, but all, all good for the dual meeting. Of course, we'll be on the grass for sure. But we'll just get Navesh on to clarify that situation okay. at the Gold Coast. Very busy morning yeah. with a big race day tomorrow. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Steve, we'll catch you shortly. Uh, Loz, we've got to spruit this multi. Uh, yes, we are We've been slack them. on it this morning. We have, sorry. Uh, we're, we're going Rose Hill tomorrow, race seven, number eight, Vienna Princess to run top two. And then we're going down to Caulfield, race six, the sexy one, second up from a spell, Foxy Cleopatra to run top four. And if you want to be a part of that BSB multi, that's paying $7.50 as we welcome the man who has been around. New South Wales, the last couple of days, he's now back into the hey, studio. Loza. Dave Stanley, how are you, Mike? Morning, Great. Laurie. Morning, Michael. Morning, Morning Jared. Jared. Hey, how are Marlow in Saudi Arabia? He is. Yeah. He's over he in was. Saudi Arabia. Uh, I think that race meeting's tonight. It's either tonight or tomorrow night. Alicia's riding. Right. Alicia's riding in the yeah, International Jockey fighting. Challenge. He's not fighting over there. No, no, yeah. he's not. No, yeah. that's uh, close for region. Yeah. How's it going? It's with the relationship. No. The, well, the, what are we talking yeah, about? The fighting game. I'm not Marla, sure you're taking about. on a fight. Oh, the fight. Well, that I... just goes straight over your head. No, no, no. I thought, I thought, you, thought you were talking fighting with Alicia. I thought you were talking about other things. I didn't know what was. I didn't uh-huh. know where your mind was at. No. I thought one you could. Well, have you been might have been about. away bluing. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know. Anyway, um, uh, Lozzy, you've completely thrown me. So the fight, like he's wanting to have a fight. Yes. No, I know that. Well, can, what confused <laughs> you about? Well, I that? thought firstly, yeah, oh, I, you, over, no, you I, were overthinking. I thought you might have been talking about a fight he was having yeah. with his missus, and then I thought it might yeah. have been some other fighting going yeah. on. And I didn't know where you were going with right. it, and I thought, right, here All we right. go. Well, let me know with this then. Am I overthinking? It's a sensitive this? Don't, region. Don't, don't, don't talk yeah, about that don't, with that region. Don't, we just don't don't overthink this question. Then. Right. I want to give a shout-out, and I'm sure you want to give a shout-out, yes. to No Bull Butcher. Yeah, up at Foster. Foster. They listen to you boys every morning. They have all the uh, – they, they love – no, <laughs> nothing actually. <laughs> nothing, Jono. That's what I mean. Jono just presses the ding when he gets, oh, you know, the you-know-what. Well, you know. he knows this quite well. But they uh, love the race. <laughs> up Ten years – how about this? And this is not just them. This would be a lot of businesses across the state. So ten years they've supported the race club. They've got horses themselves, the boys at the butchers. They love going to the races. They provide all the meat. So if you go to Tun Curry Racetrack tomorrow, Noble uh, at Foster, the, the, the butcher shop, they'll yep. provide all that meat, and they just love it. They do a good meat tray? I think they do, mm, pup. Everyone loves a good meat tray. Actually, what is the yeah. best thing? Okay, so if you're getting a meat tray and you've got yep. selections... In, or, or, or let's say you just the meat raffles, right? It doesn't have to be a tray. Yeah. Do you go the, the no, barbecue like tray or if someone, if you've got the roast lamb option? Well, I'll tell you what I did before Christmas. Yeah. Because I won it at the local. What did you win? What well, was on there the was, tray? Well, it was the meat tray or the leg of ham. I'm taking the meat tray any well, day of the week. Well, no, I took Christmas, the ham. You take no, took the ham no, for no, Christmas. No, I'm taking the meat tray. Because the ham sandwiches yes. after. Yeah, I, yeah. At Christmas, no. I'd do the yeah. same thing, Loss. Yeah. I would I want meat tray. Meat, what's on your meat tray? If you had, if you had the perfect Steak, meat tray, sausages. Normally, it's for a Bartlett. Oh, chops! You'd have some chops. 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 Do you like the rissoles? Mm, I'm a chop man. They had up I there, no bull. They had grandma's rissoles. <laughs> what are you? What are you 
he's a chop man. <laughs> he's always been a chop man. <laughs> Lamb chops. Mate, the fighting, the chops, feeding him. Chop. I mean, what have I walked into? Mate, I don't know where. No, I thought you were. Anyway, I don't know what was going on. What was that movie? I don't know. No, I, anyway, so today on the show, we're going to be talking about Sydney tomorrow because uh, we've got a big meeting at Rose Hill. We're going to try and find someone as punters panel. Mike Wood, Richard Callender, and Chris Roots. Shane O'Cass is joining us. They'd all be doing the all-up Taylor Swift all-up the races tomorrow. That oh, imagine Ruder at, at Taylor Swift <laughs> tonight. Yeah, I got about in the sparkles. Just imagine <laughs> the sparkles in the hat. Know, he'd have the hat on. He'd be loving it. Actually, I can't believe what 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 is. Well, you're, you're not a Taylor. Oh, no, no, mate. Well, I enjoy the music. I enjoy the music, but yeah. some of the prices people are paying. Right. Well, would you pay a thousand bucks no. to go and? No. See Swifty. Yeah. But no. what about the people that were at the front of the merchandise store? You're buying a jumper. Mate, <laughs> it's 48 t-shirt. degrees to buy jumpers. Yeah, mate, there was, it was, mate, there was hundreds. There would have been a thousand people. It's unbelievable. Ah, yep. And then that plane yesterday coming in, I, I like where we've got the plane on, on Travis. Mm. It was like, like it, president, yeah. the US president was it coming. Was, wasn't it was, amazing. there mustn't yeah. be much going on. <laughs> there mustn't be much going on. So, uh, what's anyway. on for the weekend? Uh, very quiet, very actually. Quiet. Actually, I've got some relatives in town from from Bundaberg, who have come down to see Taylor Swift. Yeah, and uh, they uh, they want me to. Show, they said, "Can you show us a night yeah. out tomorrow in in Bondi?" This is this is a silly question. Yeah, if you come from Bundaberg, Bundy you, Rum, you, yeah, you're drinking. You, you know, do, right? yes, yeah. yeah, they do, and yeah. they it, yeah. to them it's like. Cordial. Yeah. It's, cordial. it's like water. Yeah, come, it's, it's... You come from yeah. Foster, you just yeah. drink Foster's. No, well, I didn't... No, <laughs> well, I didn't know. That? I didn't know. No, it's it's true. Yeah. You've got to drink Bundaberg. And these are the time... You know how we talk about... No, well, about a lot of lights. people would yeah. coming from that area. No, honestly... Because they'd be staunch. Downtown Bundaberg. <laughs> yeah. And they're the type of Queenslanders that Dean, who's my cousin's hubby, he will be have the Maroons jersey on at the... You know, walking <laughs> right. through Kingsford Smith. <laughs> And he'd be the first. Oh, gee, the traffic's bad. How do you live down here with this traffic? Oh, and you yeah. know, and obviously too, uh, you know, a lot of different cultures as well yeah. here in Sydney. So it's a culture shock. So is Dean wanting to go, or has he had to go? No, he's had to go. I think partner. Rebecca, my cousin, is the one that yeah. got all the tickets sorted and right. runs the show. And he's he's more excited, I think, about going into Bondi <laughs> tomorrow because I've sort of you know been geeing him up, he's saying, oh, look, at this, up. "Look at this! Look at this! Look at this!" Yep. So yeah, that's that's the plan. That's the weekend plan. Beautiful. And no wonder you're so excited because you're. This is your. Are you here next week? Uh no, I've <laughs> got to go away, Dave. Got to go away. Got to go away. It's a, um, Tough gig. Just yeah. be careful over there. Oh, I will, because it's it's a trap for rookies. That's, yeah, I know that. You can get yourself yeah. in some trouble. Yeah, no, I've been there a number of times, mate. I won't be getting caught. Yeah, <laughs> get into trouble anywhere. He's going to go to Vegas to find trouble. Do yes. Beer park. Everyone's getting a bit nervous outside. Yeah, Everyone's have a good weekend, buddy. Have a good weekend. Well, I'll see you tomorrow, also. Michael. Yep. See you tomorrow. What do you do? I'll see you next week. I'll talk to you next afternoon. See you this afternoon, Loz. David. Have a safe flight. Thank you very much. Have a great time. I will, and I'll speak to you down the line. I will speak to you down the line.